Hello, I'm Brad Geddes. WebmasterRadio.fm wants to help you explore the keys to success in your internet marketing and expand your wealth of knowledge. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app now available for iPhone and Android. Download it today from the iTunes Store or Google Play Store. Discover new ways to revolutionize your revenue stream linked right to your smartphone with the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Let us help you discover the keys to success, the keys to success in your internet marketing. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, CertifiedKnowledge.org. Overcome the trials and tribulations of the past and let Marketing Nirvana revolutionize your revenue stream and ROI. Prepare to experience Marketing Nirvana right now. Here are your hosts. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Marketing Nirvana. I'm your host, Brad Geddes, the founder of Certified Knowledge, and we're marketing training and company tool set. So on this show, we investigate various ways in which you can reach a state of nirvana with your marketing. You can find show notes and other information about our guests on certifiedknowledge.org. So on this show, we talk a lot about paid search, and we often talk about AdWords. However, there's more than just AdWords. Bing is another great platform to use. So we're going to do this entire show on Bing and talk about why you should use the platform, how it's different from AdWords so that you can avoid any pitfalls, and how to easily get started. So you know, for a show like this, I wanted a true Bing ads authority, and I have one. John Gagnon, he works for Microsoft as the Bing ads evangelist. I've had the pleasure of meeting John a few times. And he definitely knows what he's talking about and will steer you in the correct direction of working with Bing Ads. So welcome, John, and thanks for being on the show. Brad, I'm really, really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Always good to have people directly from the vendors. You get it right from the source. And, and so whenever you know, anyone brings up Bing, the, the first question is, you know, why should we use it? Why should we add something else to all this stuff we're already sort of forced to do? So when someone asks you, you know, why should we use Bing, what, what's your answer? <laughs> I hadn't heard that question before. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think it kind of boils down to a, a couple really key things. I think one of the biggest things that it boils down to is, is the audience. Uh, when you look at – you could look across a, a number of different metrics, you know, size. We have 29% of the market share and, and our, our consumers buy more, at least uh, according to Comscore. But the biggest thing is that we actually have 51 unique million – there's 51 million unique searchers in the U.S. alone who only use Bing and Yahoo. They don't use Google. So you're actually missing out on a really huge size audience in the U.S. that really buys a lot uh, on search and search marketing. Um, that's that's a actually that's a great answer right there. Fifty one million beats. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that one. That one. You know, if I end with that, it's great. And then there are a couple other quick small points. I think we give a lot of advanced insights that I think are in, super useful to uh, search marketers, especially some of those search nerds out there, myself included. Uh, but things like share of voice reporting on the keyword level versus impression share on the ad group level, which, again, extraordinarily useful, but it just goes that layer deeper so you can make that more actionable decision. Uh, and then things like we make we make it really easy for you to get started and, and maintain over time sync uh, using our, our Google Sync and import function. So things like that, I think, really make it easier for why people should advertise with Bing. 
and we're going to come back to that sync function a little bit later um, <laughs> and make sure everyone knows about it. So, you know, the the latest, I forget it was Comscore Hitwise, came out earlier this week, and, and they did show a growth for Bing. And, and Bing's had a more or less steady growth over the past year. Do you do you see that growth continuing? I mean, what does Bing think their query share is going to going to grow to? I know you can't say too much since it's public data and so forth and all those good fun things with uh, publicly held companies. But how do you see you know Bing's growth continuing? Uh, I mean, we we see. I think it was seventeen point three percent for Bing. Uh, we gained, yeah, both Bing and Yahoo gained 0.6% market share, I think, this last month. And, uh, you know, we're really excited. We're, we're seeing, we're, we're expecting, uh, to see a ton of growth. Uh, I mean, with Windows 8 coming out and, and some of the different changes in the integration that Bing has with Windows 8, uh, we're, we're expecting a lot. I think this is going to be a really great year over the last year. But when you look back, I mean, Brad, I've been, I've been with Bing since the live search days. And, you know, back then, I think we had hit eight, eight, percent market share and we've just had consistent growth over the last three four years every month we've either grown or we maintain according to Comscore. and so uh yeah i just think that trend's going to continue we're going to keep fighting and, and pull every little piece we can uh over our way excellent so you know speaking back to the old days of live.com and when it was known as ad center and so forth you know when when bing first launched and of course that was pre-bing name um, you were really strong in B2B, and it was okay in B2C. And then Bing launched, became more consumer-focused and so forth, and, and that's changed a bit. But do you see industries or verticals where you're particularly strong in? Yeah, I, I mean, we definitely do. I, I think there's uh, some really great data, actually. We just published some on where our unique audience really lies. Um, and so it, things like tra- – I think, actually, travel at 73 to 76%. I just wrote an article on it on Search Engine Watch, so I feel like I should know that number. Uh, but it's it, – the vast majority of those users are going to be unique, and they, and they buy more. Uh, same thing goes for, like, telecom. It's like 80% of our audience is actually unique when you're buying any any clicks in, in, in telecom and those unique searchers. And so we find a lot of people uh, have great success in, in a number of different verticals, including retail. Uh, you know, tech B2B, or B2B um, it, it's actually, we hear a lot of success, but it's really interesting. I think in general, when, I, when I'm out talking to customers, we hear a lot like, your ROI is great, uh, give us more. And so we're looking to get more across the board. I think everybody would be happy with that, that, that give us more. <laughs> we so, want more. Um, so of course, you know, you're you're compared to Google all the time, right? So the one question you know, we has to be asked is is there any way or or can you share any data how companies have found CPAs or conversion rate differences between say Bing and AdWords? I mean, you keep saying Bing users spend more. How much more? What's the CPA difference from a marketer's perspective? I mean, I think that's a great question. We hear that all the time, too. And there are a lot of quarter, I mean, monthly, quarterly studies of Marin, Kenshu, RKG, the list goes on, uh, that put out a number of quarterly re- reports on anywhere from, uh, you know, click share to spend and CPCs. But they also include RP, uh, excuse, RPC, revenue per click. In uh, on a number of those different metrics, we've been higher. And I just recommend you go out and check some of those latest reports. They definitely change from time to time. But, you know, we we, uh, we don't necessarily have a, a benchmark uh, of all the Google return. Uh, we kind of leave that up to our partners. And we feel really good about our ROI. But one of the things that we have done is if we've gone to Comscore uh, and we've asked them, hey, guys, can you tell us, 
what when 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 users spend on on the internet and when they spend on Google and when they spend on Bing, you know, what does that look like? Uh, and compared to the average internet searcher, we're we're at like one twenty, one hundred and twenty percent. And Google is actually one hundred and sixteen. So we're a little bit. We're about three point six percent higher. But going back to that unique audience, uh, we're that unique audience that only you can you can only find on searching on Bing and Yahoo in the U.S. We're at over one hundred and fifty, uh, and so that's thirty percent more uh, than Google. So you know, again, like the conversions, there's tons of reports out there. Go check that out. But for Comscore, we have that data, um, and and I would definitely suggest everybody look look for it. And, and Brett, I can send it to you afterwards. But we're about thirty percent more in that unique audience. Excellent. And, and on our show notes, we put links in there like that. So if you send them to me, I will put them on show notes, and everyone can see them. Oh, so, it'll be on its way. <laughs> perfect. So so you know now we we need to okay. So why use Bing? We sort of kind of covered that unique audience and and some of your share voice stuff. And so what everyone needs to know also is if we start using Bing, we're so ingrained with how AdWords works. There are some differences. What are pitfalls to avoid or how do some things work differently? So, you know, when you think of overall structure, you know, both Bing and Google have campaigns and ad groups and ad groups are keywords and ads so forth. So when you think of overall structures, are there any major differences that anyone needs to watch out for? Uh, yeah, that's a that's something that I think we spend a lot of time uh, as as Bing ads, making sure that what those major those major differences are are small uh, and and erased. But there are definitely differences. I mean, one thing I did kind of forget is I used to work at Google uh, and I used to work at AdWords, and so you know, coming over and working at Bing ads actually was a very smooth transition because the fundamentals are all the same. But there are a couple things that are different. I think uh, things like uh, time settings. Uh, and geo geo settings are, are different. Uh, those are those are different right now. Um, and you know, there have been a lot of changes actually in the last year. We used to not have. I think it's it's not what is different now. It's what was different, but maybe isn't different anymore. Uh, we used to not have things like negative exact match. We've had that for years now. Um, broad match modified is there, and I think we're seeing more adoption. Uh, product ads we don't have now, uh, but we will be having, and you'll hear a lot more from us come the summertime around product ads uh, and some of the differences there. Um, and, and things like uh, when you and you see some of these problems come in when you import. Um, but again, like geos, geos not only based on the the time of the user for us uh, versus the time of the business for for AdWords, but we have it in chunks versus like you can break it every single hour. We have like seven to eleven in the morning, things like that. So I'm gonna just clarify that for everyone because that's a really important point. I want to take a quick break. So. In AdWords, when you use things like day parting, which is setting your ads up or turning them off or changing bids by, by time of day, it's based upon your account time zone. So in the United States, you've got multiple time zones, so you need a campaign per time zone. And time zones aren't pretty. It's not like you can just make a collection that's East Coast and Central Time. So it's actually really tough in Google. And Bing, since it's based on user time zone, you can do one campaign targeted all of to a country. And then when you switch your time zones, Bing looks at the user time zone for when your ad should be shown or not. And that's actually a huge time saver, which I really wish Google would adopt Bing's method in that particular one. And and so first off, you mentioned a a moment ago that you have modified Broadmatch. And I remember recently looking at the help files, and sometimes help files don't tell you everything, on Bing's modified Broadmatch appears that you need every word in your modified Broadmatch query to be in your modified Broadmatch keyword to be in the search query 
and that Bing doesn't match to singulars and plurals misspellings. Is that true or not? Do you match to those or do you not match to those? So we do match to those uh, with singulars and plurals. But the one thing that we don't actually match to that's a little bit different is, is Google does something called stemming. Uh, and, and actually what it does is it opens uh, the targeting up a little bit more. So let's just take a, a word like keyword like Bing ads. Uh, and so you can get uh, Bing ads, Bing, they'll take a, what, what a stem would be is like ads. So ads could be aver, advertises, ads, advertising, advertiser. Uh, and so Google will actually include that and start to match you to those different types of stems uh, based on what it understands about Bing. Uh, and, and whereas we will only look and say Bing, Bing ads. Or excuse okay, me, so, ads and Bing ads. So if you want all the stems in Bing, you need to add all the, all the keyword match types. Exactly. Uh, or sorry, not all the keyword matchups, all the keyword variations. Yeah, okay. and that's a big difference. Yep, that is a big difference. The other big one is is for you, content network is a match type at a keyword level and not a campaign type. Can you talk a little bit about how Bing does content matching? Yeah, you know, I, I think when you think of content uh, matching, it's it's something that – Gosh, you know, back in uh, GD, before it was GDN, it was the Google Content Network years ago. There was just a lot of keyword targeting uh, around uh, the content. And, and basically, you take your search keywords, you could opt it in. And, and in many ways, we're very similar there. So, you know, and marketers, and those have been around for a while, many of them understand how to use the keyword targeting uh, of, con- excuse me, content match type of of keyword targeting. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of our, our display and our content network is, again, text ad based and it matches to the keyword level. And you can mix it in there for, for search so you don't need a, a display specific uh, campaign type to be able to match that. Uh, there's a lot of options I think GDN offers now that uh, people definitely want. A great place in the Bing Ads network, especially since a lot of people don't know people, a lot of advertisers have taken advantage of some of the the, the high volume you can drive, drive with it. I mean, you have ya- a lot of the Yahoo properties, a ton of the MSN properties around news and entertainment. There's actually a lot of Windows and Microsoft sites in there, so Office. And so you see a lot of actual tech B2B players really exploit the content network and, and finding some really good keywords there. So we're going to go to commercial for a moment and let our sponsors speak. And then we're going to turn and we're going to keep going through content match. And then we're going to get into how to easily get started with Bing Ads. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. Aim clear. Brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. 
Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine. WebmasterRadio.fm presents The Shoe Money Show. Your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, covers all the angles from contextual advertising, affiliates, donations, subscription, direct sales, pay-per-click, and more. Show me the money. On demand, anytime inside the advertising channel. On WebmasterRadio.fm. Trying to crank in the cash. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with John Gagnon talking about Bing Ads. And so when we you know, look through keywords, we see some differences in content match and modified broad match. Um, negatives are fairly similar. Ads are even very similar. And, and then Bing supports a couple ad extensions. And SiteLink's everyone's familiar with, but... The location extension, I do want to ask a question on. So you know, with Google's location extension, we need a either a local business center account or a Google Plus account, and it's all a big mess of how we get this connected right now. How, if you do Bing local ad extensions, how do we tell Bing this is truly my address? Do you have a verification process? Do you not need it? What, what does that look like from a user standpoint? <laughs> So, you know, Brad, they're, they're kind of two – our systems right now between AdWords – or excuse me, Bing Ads and uh, in Bing Places um, don't necessarily talk uh, super well either. And so it's actually a little bit more straightforward when you're trying to get going on the advertising side. What you do is uh, everybody who has a Bing Ads account has the opportunity to, on the customer level, go ahead and say, hey, it's managed business locations right at the top there, and tell us where your locations are. And once you've told us, we'll go ahead and back check that, and we'll check – places, we'll check a number of other different resources that we have, and we'll say, hey, is this a valid address or not? Okay, so you don't have to do all this connection. Well, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, and you can, of course, go and do Bing Places as well, but they're not, they're not kind of the validating points against each other. Against each okay, other. That's, that's important to know. All right, and then everyone's, oh, favorite over-talked-about topic, quality score. So Bing uses quality score way different than Google does. Can you just give us the high points of how Bing uses quality score and, and, and then how you know, Bing may or may not affect your CPCs? Yeah, no, I think you know, we get this question all the time. Quality score, it's always a fun, fun topic. Uh, you know, so I think the biggest thing for people to take away, we have the three main parts, which are similar in many ways to what AdWords has. We have our keyword relevance, which is really like the expected CTR and ad relevance more or less combined, but it's really about the click-through rate, your click-through rate compared to everybody else's. Uh, then we have our landing page user experience and landing page relevance. Uh, and what we do is we use it as a signal to help you optimize 
optimize? What are the things that you should prioritize first that need some help? Uh, and based on that, you can do a lot of different things. You can see how quality scores changed over time with historical reporting. You can see where you have different problems. But what I would, I always recommend, and, and one of the things that I think is, is really key is pay attention to the keyword relevance component of quality score uh, because that is really going to tell you how competitive you are in the auction. It's really a, a CTR uh, benchmark versus your competitors. Now, is that CTR benchmark normalized on a position basis then for marketers? Absolutely. Uh, position and, and a lot of other variables that you can think of that would maybe fluctuate based on uh, your click-through rate, time of day, geos, all that kind of stuff. Now, how much does quality score affect your actual CPCs on Bing? So quality score on Bing won't uh, it's not it com it, it's not uh, kind of used to rank you and as a component. So if you have a quality score of five or ten, or it, that's not necessarily going to be included in your score or in in your CPCs and, and what the actual output is. But it's telling you how competitive you you are. So what we see is typically people who have lower quality or excuse me, have, yeah, lower quality scores, especially on the keyword relevance component, actually pay higher CPCs than you know than you would. Uh, and so that that is how it's more indicative. It's, it's a kind of a roadmap to tell you after, after the fact that, hey, looks like this isn't doing so well relative to the marketplace average. Okay, but so you still have some internal number you're using because users don't pay straight CPC, right? You do some relevancy and CPC comparisons before you order ads, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so is that part kind of hidden to the users then of what's really affecting their position and using quality scores? Similar to Google, right? It's a proxy for how the the algorithm actually works. Yeah, and so in many ways, actually, that the and that's what the keyword relevance piece is going to tell you uh, is more more or less how you are doing your click through. It more, it more or less boils down to max CPC times your click-through rate, right? That's, the, that's your, your, what we call your rank, and your, or that's the score you get that we use to rank you. Uh, and so when we boil everything down and we look at it, click-through rate is going to all equal. Click-through rate is going to be that piece that determines whether or not you're going to pay uh, a CPC for that same position that's higher or lower. Uh, and so that is the piece that, that we look at, and that's the piece that we expose. Okay, so let's say that I, I've listened to this show for 20 minutes now or so, and I'm like, all right, 51 million users. It's similar to Google. Um, I want to try Bing out, but I've already got 100,000 keywords and 10,000 ad groups, and I don't want to duplicate that in Bing. What's the easiest way for someone to get started trying Bing if they've already got a matured account in AdWords? Yeah, you know, this this is something that we've been doing a ton of thinking, and we're going to be doing a lot of work. I mean, with enhanced campaigns around, there's going to be a lot of changes here. But for anybody getting started, we're we're starting to see this question, and we actually have as soon as you sign up for an account, you have an option, and you'll see it right in your UI that says Import from Google AdWords. And the easiest way is to just click on that uh, tab, and it'll bring you into just a quick five-step wizard that's going to ask you, hey, what are your credentials for AdWords? And we'll go in and, and fetch everything for you. And we'll bring it like your active campaigns. We can change your URLs. We can grab different. Uh, we don't have to grab your settings. There's a lot of different ways. But it's this import from Google AdWords uh, wizard that's really awesome that is going to be your quickest way to get all 100,000 plus keywords in. 
All right. So the big question is how much do you double check the data? For instance, I, I happened to import a campaign like two days ago, and it was uh, an account from Google that had 1,051 keywords in it. And I did the import, and, and bing, I had two error conflicts. One was because of a duplicate ad, and it really was duplicate ad. That was a fair conflict. One was um, Washington, D.C. wasn't mapped the same, so I had to go change a metro area. But then when I went to my data, the keywords were not there. They were just not in the account. So I was like, well, this is the advantage of resyncing. So I hit the resync button and, and bing through the process again and added 84 keywords. And the thing is, like, I'm in Bing, so of course I'm blaming Bing. But you know, for all I know, it's AdWords API, which is notoriously unreliable, might have been down. So when, when a user is, has this issue, right, of, well, I've got all my ads are there, all my campaigns, all my ad groups, just not my keywords. What, is there another way users should do it? Should they wait, see if the sync tool works later? Um, should they use, you have a desktop editor? How should users you know, double check data and then if there are errors, get their data back into Bing? I always recommend double checking because there are any number of things, especially when you're going about it the first time, uh, that you might need to take, uh, that can take a second look at uh, things like geos, like you said, for DC, zip codes are another one that can cause a little bit of trouble or time of day settings because of the way uh, the differences work. Those can cause some errors. In general, though, uh, I mean, we have free support, and so actually our support teams, if you want to just give them a call, they'll do it for you, and if there's any issues, they'll actually work with whatever uh, it happens to, to be the, the problem, the, the bug. Um, they'll actually get it taken care of, and they'll make sure they'll get it imported. They might use the desktop tool. They might use a number of different kind of other tools that we have to make sure that everything gets into the system. Uh, and we'll do that for free because we don't want that work to be on you. Uh, but with enhanced campaigns, there are a tremendous amount of, you know, the AdWords API, um, you know, you're – I wouldn't say that we, we may have seen the same thing, so there's some definite inconsistencies there. But at the same time, with the campaign structure for enhanced changing, that really can throw off uh, the way that the campaigns are synced. And we're working extraordinarily hard on making sure that it goes as seamlessly as possible, and I think we're getting there. Uh, but there might be a couple of little inconsistencies here and there. Okay, perfect. And so finally, you know, for good marketers, we're tracking conversions. And, and so Bing has a script to track conversions just like, you know, Google does. But a lot of people are moving towards a centralized conversion tracking system, which is often in their analytics, whether it's, you know, Google Analytics, Rometure, or whatnot. And, and so you have a system that is, oh, I forget the name of it. It's, it's an enhanced tracking system where you can put a lot of crazy variables within the URL strings automatically to, to track into a third-party system. Um, it is not easy to figure out. If someone is listening to this show, and, and we have a lot of advanced users, is there a good way of figuring out or, or a white paper that Bing's written or something on how to use the advanced tracking to automatically add variables to URL strings so your data is in one, one set of information or one, one software piece? You know, that's a, Brad, that's funny. So we have something called campaign analytics, uh, which is just a script of code that's a little bit more advanced than your normal conversion tracking code that gives, code that gives you uh, just a, I wouldn't say just a little bit more in-depth data for sure. But we do have a number of 
dynamic tracking uh, variables that make it easy. I mean, at this point in time, GA and Omniture are kind of the the, the big platforms that everybody's using, to, among the big platforms everybody's using to track. Uh, and when you look at managing across the board for any kind of uh, reporting tool, your Marins and Kenshus and Aquizios of the world, uh, there's a lot of need for dynamic variables. And so what I can do actually is I'll give, I'll produce a list of, of those dynamic variables and I'll send them to you. Uh, and then we'll have it uh, probably on, on, on the blog here that that'll give everybody at least a, a great primer and a place to start for ways to track. That'd be wonderful. It's the customer report dimensions, I believe is what it's called. So we're, we're almost out of time, but what I want to give you a moment then is, is to talk about anything new that's coming up with Bing, anything new that's coming up with Microsoft, stuff that you're sort of excited about to see and that we should do as marketers kind of pay attention to. Uh, so Xbox is cool, um, but it's totally different. <laughs> I know some of you guys, the Xbox One so awesome. Um, but uh, uh, for marketers, I think one of the coolest things that I have seen, and I, I don't think I've been this excited about uh, a new product in a while, it's, it's something that we have from Microsoft Research, uh, and it's called GeoFlow. And it's a plug-in, it's a free plug-in for Excel, and it's the latest versions of Excel, Excel, 1000, Excel 2013. But if you see this thing, it's like Excel charting, and uh, Bing Maps on steroids. I, I don't know how else to describe it besides it is just so cool. You can add in, uh, you can see campaign data by day. You can push play. It'll map everything out automatically because Bing Maps knows, hey, this is uh, you know New Orleans, Louisiana. Okay, boom, we'll put the clicks right there. And so you can pull a geo report in AdWords. You can pull AdWords data, your GA report data. You can pull Bing Ads geographic data, put it in there. You can slice it by time. You can do whatever and push play on this bad boy. It's super, super easy. Uh, we'll also send that over for people to play with. You've got to check this thing out. It is so Cool. I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> and that's called that GeoFlow, right? GeoFlow. So cool. Perfect. Excellent. Uh, that will definitely definitely check that. I actually looked at it a little bit after some length on Twitter the day, and it looks pretty cool. I haven't had a chance to play that too much. So, well, we're about out of time. So thank you, John, for being on the show. Um, now, our listeners are, are going to want to know more about where to find you on the web or more about Bing. So if someone wants to connect with you or the Bing community, where should they look online? Uh, so I'm, I'm a frequent poster on our Bing Ads community blog, so you can find me there, or on Twitter, uh, J-M-G-A-G-N-O-N. Uh, hit me up, ask questions, and, and I'm also writing for Search Engine Watch and Click See. So uh, those are places you can find me frequently. Excellent. Thank you so much for today's show. Oh, thanks for having me. It was a blast. And thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of Mark Nirvana. As a reminder, the show notes and other information about our guests and some of the links and programs we talked about in this show will be found on certifiedknowledge.org. New episodes of Mark and Arvana can be found on Mondays at noon Eastern or 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find archives of our past episodes on webmaster.fm, Stitcher, iTunes, the Webmaster Radio apps, which are on Google Play and iPhone both. So thank you for listening.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.